We caught back up with Renee this morning who had to have a hard talk with her mom over the weekend about her stepdad, mm-hmm. but she went through with it. She had the courage. Maybe didn't get the results she wanted. Uh, Mike Bryan from the law offices of Brad, Sean Bryan swings through Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. How much legal trouble is he in, and how does this make any sort of sense? <laughs> We're just going to leave that in. Yeah, well, and, then, uh, and then we also had another phenomenal, maybe it's just me. That's true, and we walked the red carpet. We got oh, a lot of things man, today. Man, it was action-packed, and lucky you, you get to be a part of it right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. When we talked to Renee on Friday, she had to tell her mom that she did not want her stepdad at her birthday party because they just don't get along. They've never gotten along. So she was going to do it over the weekend, and she was going to loop us into it on why should we talk to you on Monday. And first of all, Renee, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much. So did you go through with it? I did. Okay. Did. And how did it go? Um, how did it go? Well, um, it didn't go um, as well as I would wanted it to go. I could say that much. I can put that out there already. Um, she didn't really take she it, take kindly to me mentioning that I, you know, my that I do not like him and that I didn't want him at my party. She feels. So my mom is on this, always have been the type of mom that wants to make you respect your elders, come first, you know, type thing. And and that's how I've always grown up. And I've always respected my elders. I'm a grown up now. So I feel like I had the right to say he didn't want to come, but she shut me down. She shut me down. She she feels like she wouldn't bring anyone around me that um, that shouldn't be and that, you know, why would I do that? And she didn't want to come if he didn't. So it did not go well. <laughs> okay. That's a bummer. Well, what, what's going to happen now? Well, um, I hope he doesn't ask me to dance at least at the party and he doesn't tell any magnificent stories to my friends. I'm going to just uh, try to avoid him being around them as best as he could but it's to me after that conversation hopefully my mom will still come to the party and um if she does i'm thinking that he it will be right there beside her yeah wow so he's coming yeah, to the party and, and you're just gonna you're gonna do what it does huh yeah i'm just gonna deal with it um and uh just hope that he doesn't go telling like i said the tales that he likes to tell about his past that he did all these wonderful magnificent things and um it's embarrassing i wonder my friends know better (laughs) i wonder if your mom is gonna say anything to him you know what i mean or if she's just gonna say hey that's just with me you guys don't get along or will she even because maybe she says hey you're kind of an obnoxious boob at yeah, these don't things. Back, dial it back a little bit. And maybe he does change a little. Do you, do you know if she told him or not? Um, knowing my mom, she's going to mention something to him, so he might even come, you know, uh, and have a little bit of an attitude. Hopefully not, because he's a very funny style person, so maybe he might feel a little offended even because he may, uh, knowing my mom, she will mention something to him. Yeah, she will. I'm sure she agrees that he's obnoxious and she's raising her eyebrows at times at some of the stuff. I know my mom. Man. Well, Renee, you did something really hard over the weekend, and uh, I hope that uh, I hope it all works out at your birthday party. I hope it's still an enjoyable party for you. 
thank you. Thank you. I'm going to make the best of it. Yeah, and good for you for speaking up for yourself, too. You know, man, yeah, maybe it didn't go the way you wanted, but at least you spoke up for yourself. And, you know, some some of us, we don't do that enough, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> preach, brother, preach. Yeah, well, I said some of us. <laughs> <laughs> One of us. All right. Well, Renee, have yourself a good birthday party, and thank you so much for being on Why Should We Talk to You on Monday. Oh, thank you for having me. Kelly and Wood. All right, what city is most expensive? To live, right? Right. Now, you can go with like the cost of living index and all that, and it's got a bunch of things in it. I- I'm skipping all that. I'm going straight housing. Okay. Straight housing, and this is by broken down by zip code. If you had to guess, what is the number one most expensive zip code in the United States? Well, I got to guess the zip code or the city. Well, just like what city? Because I'm 707. (laughs) (laughs) 90210. Mm -hmm. Is that the most? Beverly Hills? That's number four. Oh, dang. Beverly Hills, California checks in. The average home in Beverly Hills, California checks in at $4.08 million. Now, again, I just drove through there less than a year ago. Right. Underwhelming. Is it really? Seriously underwhelming. Well, there's there's homeless encampments all over the place. I expect it to look like paradise. If I spend $4 million on a house, it better. I thought Rodeo Drive was very underwhelming, too. That's the same thing. It's like at the end of that... Like Rodeo Drive, like goes into nine hundred two one zero. Like our outlet malls are way better than that. With really, hundred percent. Yeah, no question. Okay, like they don't have any Nike ones in there. No. <laughs> Nothing. That's my cool. Under Armour. Right. <laughs> uh, the most expensive city. I, I've never it, heard of this town before in my entire life. Is it in America? Yes. Okay. Um. Shoot, I don't know. R- New York City. Well, you've never heard of it. I, I was going to say like Phoenix, Arizona or something like that. Well, no, it is Atherton, California, which is actually a suburb of San Francisco. And I just looked it up. You want to know why these houses are so expensive? An average house in this suburb is $7 million. Jeez. There's a city ordinance that doesn't allow you to have a single house. Every, every house in the suburb has to be a single house. Yeah. And it has to sit on one acre of land. Oh, that's beautiful. In San Francisco. Yeah. I, there's a reason it's seven million dollars. Uh, behind that is Sagapanak, New York. Really? At four point three million. Santa Monica actually more expensive than Beverly Hills. Really? At four point one five million. Then New like, York rounds out the top five at three point nine million. I'd like to see Santa Monica sometime. I gotta do some traveling. I feel like I haven't seen anything. But. The crazy thing is, like, I'm going down this list. Boston checks in at six. Outside of really? that, there is nothing. Outside of California and New York in the top 10. I've, I've never met or heard of anyone moving to Boston. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't even seem like a place where you'd want to. It's, it, it's like even, one of those places you have to be from to be there. Right. Like, it seems, to me, Boston seems like it'd be a dump. Anytime I hear the name, like, Boston, people talk about it, I just think of the movie The Town. There's just, like, robberies everywhere. Yeah. Right. It's just crime infested. It's gross. always cloudy and dirty. <laughs> the Departed. You know, like, like, yeah. Just, like, anything that's bad. You're like, oh, go to Boston. That's You're probably going to see it. But, like, New York, you think it's, like, you know, skyscrapers and things like that. Boston, yeah. I think if it's, like, all, like, cobble roads and things like that with all the history. Because it's all old? Yeah. But, no, this list, it's literally nothing but Florida. Uh, no, no, there's, like, Miami, Florida checks in at 30. Dang, uh, really? But the rest of it, it's all California and New York. California, New York. California, New York. I wonder why that is. Like, There's, why those two places? I, it's the coast. Well, New York. New York makes sense. I mean, that's you know where it all got started. But what's the cheapest city in America? Uh, that's a great question. I had to go way on down. I can't even get all the way down there. Des Moines, that's where, Iowa. That's where I'm moving. Yeah, <laughs> I can afford that. Kelly <laughs> Wood.
Alec Baldwin, how much trouble is he actually in? That's what we have up today in Better Call Bryant as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant. Now, of course, we know Alec Baldwin in trouble with the gun on the set. It went off. And then, Kelly, you had the story last week. It was like it was originally, and Mike, you can correct this if I was wrong, obviously, but it was like it wasn't a felony manslaughter charge, but it could be bumped up to that, correct? It could be bumped up to that because he, he had an actual death. Um, it's, it's an interesting case, and, and it, it, it highlights different states with their different rules about what they have for charges. Um, Minnesota has a major gap between their lowest uh, crime you can get when like someone drives to a stop sign and kills somebody. Um, and there's this huge gap in between in that there isn't, the prosecutor either has to go real extreme or real light. And so there's been a lot of groups, particularly motorcycle groups in Minnesota, that have tried to change that. So you see that in states, and it just depends on the charges in the state. For him, they're looking at the issue of what uh, it, can they charge something that doesn't mean intent, doesn't have intent. Because he meant to pull the trigger, but he never meant to shoot anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's all sorts of these issues that come into the play, and different states have different rules about what's required as far as intent for something to be charged out. Um, and like in Minnesota, you'd have to go to a grand jury to get first degree. Um, and so whether or not you need a grand jury, so there's all these factors that come up in each state. And that's probably the biggest reason why if you get charged, you should go talk to a lawyer to find out what your rights are. Yeah. I th- one of the big things they were saying is that they found live ammunition around the set. And that's why they wanted to bump it up a little bit. Because yeah, it should have never been there in the first place. I think it's pretty clear that the one guy, the the from what I understand, that one guy was out shooting gophers or something yeah. with yeah. the gun. The 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 um, guy in charge of that. So I don't know that that meant that Baldwin had anything to do with it. But you know, maybe they'll find out more evidence as they go along. That's also politically charged because there's so people, so many people riled up because of his political beliefs. Yeah, it's like it's a okay. it's a mess you for know. him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mean. But yeah, I'm sure it's horror. I mean, sure, it's in the end, it's horrible to kill somebody that yeah. you didn't have any intent to kill, and you actually shot him. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, so say say he does get felony manslaughter. I mean, that's he has to go to jail then, right? Like, that can't be. Oh, can you be charged? found guilty? Yeah, but, right. But can you get can you be charged with a felony or found guilty of a felony and not serve jail time? Sure. Oh, I mean, can. there's a there are cases. There, I mean, there are extreme cases like that, and you know, those are the cases that are always you know probably interesting when they're retold about what someone ended up with but yeah there's lots of ways to craft sentences and that's again why you know good legal help makes a difference in helping you craft something in that what you plead guilty to and most importantly what ends up in your record later on because there's ways that you can get it so that your record isn't after a certain amount of time i mean I don't know that Aldrich Baldwin's a real threat to shoot anybody else. Right. So it's not like you'll have a concern. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> right. I guess his hands. daughter. Yeah. So. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. But but with enough with as much money as he has, couldn't he keep this tied up forever if you wanted to? Well, could he just gonna, keep coming back with oh wait this evidence or whatever? Yeah. It's not gonna tie it up forever, but yeah, there's some things that can delay it or work it out in certain ways and you know you can get uh you can get a number of of extra motions that you wouldn't have in a normal case because you wouldn't spend the money or you wouldn't get into it but i don't know we'll see how that all gets worked out once they finally come out with a final charge on him from what you know how much trouble do you actually think he's in 
Well, it, that's, I'm sure it's probably a tough question. It, it, it's a tough question because I mean it's 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 horrible because of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you get into what his intent was, I don't think he ever intended to do it, or at least the, as facts as I see it, doesn't ever intend to do it. But he did pull a trigger with somebody, and that's. I don't know. I, I I I wonder what it's like to be an actor and pull a trigger like that yeah. with somebody, no matter what. You know, yeah. you have a what seems like a gun and you pull a trigger. Is it really just play guns? You know. Um, but that all being said, um, you know, it's 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 always a concern anytime you get charged with anything, and this is a really big charge and has could potentially have a huge impact on him. Isn't that how Bruce Lee died? Wasn't no, it, it was uh, River Phoenix. River Phoenix. River Phoenix. Yeah, his yeah. kid. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, I was yeah. trying to remember because somebody else they thought it was a blank, but there was just like a piece of debris in the right. gun or something. It's on the like crow, that. and it came out yeah. and killed somebody. Yeah, yeah. 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 terrible. Wow. All right, well, we'll see what happens with this one, and we'll have another one for you next week as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant, and better call Bryant. My favorite morning show. Good morning show. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. Is Wood finally realizing that he might be the problem? Watch yourself now. <laughs> Something we've all known for years now. Now, I've wanted to do more stuff with my kids, and I decided, you know what, I've got to start doing stuff on their level, right? Yes. Believe it or not, they don't want to sit around and watch football all day. Well, that's good. They love video games. So, uh, have you tried uh, Mario Party? Yeah, that's one of my family's favorites. We've actually played it so much that we don't play it anymore because we've done everything. Well, so that's the deal. So, I was said, you know what, boom, we'll get this. And if you've never played it, it's pretty much a board game. Just on the video game. Right, it's so fun. It's got these little mini games. It's actually, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Problem is, the game keeps score. Okay. And it keeps score with coins and stars and stuff like that. Well, one of the main things is you can steal stuff from people, whether it's coins or stars and things like that. Well, Murphy's on her own. As you can imagine, she's the youngest. She struggles a little bit. Right. Well, my wife, she sucks, but, you know, that's fine. Everett's okay, but I obviously am the grand poop. You're, you're still the alpha male of that house. Have to be. And I, so I'll keep the hammer down on things. Yeah. But what happened is Murph, you know, like if you both land on a spot, you can have like these duels. Okay. And I landed on one of the duels with Murphy. Your five, six-year-old daughter. I took her down. <laughs> right. I had to. I wouldn't expect anything less but from you. I, 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 I took it easy on her. I didn't beat her right away, but I beat her. Yeah. Caused a 15-minute crying fit. <laughs> How Murphy hates duels. They're not fair. She's not good at them. Stormed <laughs> off to her room. We had to pause it. Yeah. Then she came back, right? Apologized to everyone. Yeah. We went again. Next roll. Honest to God, the next turn, Andrea steals a star from Everett. On total random, by the way. Right. Does my son handle this well? Probably not. Not being your child, no. Almost as if I was staring into my own vision. He stands up, points at Andrea. You just earned yourself a vendetta. A, didn't know he knew the word vendetta. B, I don't know. He's been listening to his dad. (laughs) And and it just, it spiraled from there. Everyone's crying, yelling, (laughs) screaming, using, you know, super cursed blocks on one another. Meanwhile, I'm I'm crying because why can't we do anything nice as a family? It was like we had like 20 turns. I think we got to like 15 before we just shut it down. Well, the funny thing is, like you you say that you can't play Monopoly in your house because people cheat, Mm -hmm. right? But this is something where it's keeping track for you. No one can cheat at Mario Party. In theory. <laughs> no, in reality. Because I do, st- you know, I, I look when you're, sp- you're supposed to like hide where you're hiding oh, and stuff yeah. like that. I'll, I'll, I'll look at your remote. Hold it back. <laughs> 
But in, like, honestly, I was bummed because I thought, all right, we've just, this has gone totally in the crapper. Everyone's yeah. mad. And two hours later, what do you hear? Can we play that again? Back that was fun. Yeah. yeah, so. Well. But, but I, I do but, think it's good to learn, like, hey, it's just a game. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. Well, they like, Dad, could you not play with us, though, please? But Dad's going to win, you know? <laughs> Kelly and Woods, Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Hillman, Minnesota, population 23. Now, the town was established in 1908, but if you're looking to know more, don't run to their socials. Nothing on there since 2013. Nothing wrong with a city that covers half a square mile, staying a little bit under the radar, and that's why Hillman, Minnesota, you get today a small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Let's go wild! Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Woodle now gives a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to... Florida. Yes, that's where we have Andrew Brunette. Now, if that name sounds familiar, that's because, well, he played with the Minnesota Wild. He was also an assistant coach for the Minnesota Wild. And at one point in time, he was also the Wild's assistant general manager. But tonight, he sounds really successful. He was partying. Okay. That's because an officer was driving by a bar and he saw a golf cart illegally parked. So, the officer gets out and begins writing a citation for the golf cart. That's when Brunette walked out. The owner of the golf cart and said, hey, my fault. I'll move it. I'm leaving anyways. Now, the deputy observed Brunette's speech was a tad slurred, and he was a tad unsteady on his feet as he handed over the citation. 17 minutes later, the deputy saw Brunette leave the area driving the golf cart and observed him running two stop signs. <laughs> Even though he is on a golf cart, yes, Kelly, you still have to obey the letter of the law. And I'm guessing you can't be drunk either while driving said golf cart. You'd imagine. That's when authorities hit the lights and pulled the golf cart over. <laughs> Brunette behind the wheel was asked for his documents. That's where he provided the registration and insurance for the golf cart but handed over his wife's driver's license. (laughs) When he was asked why he gave his wife's license, he says, because I'm not driving, that's why. Uh, But you're behind the wheel, (laughs) friend. Step on out here. Well, a field Uh. sobriety test was conducted, and wouldn't you guess it, Burnett, he failed it pretty easily. He was taken into custody on multiple charges, including a DUI. And not paying attention to a step set. Do we have a blood alcohol level on our gentleman here? We do not. Ah, dang it. All right. Well, we'll still give him a score because I bet that would have put him over the top. Um, Where does this story begin, do you think? Uh, how about illegally parking your golf cart outside of a bar? There you go. That's that's kind of it's, it's kind of gangster, though. Like, Classy, you're but so, trash. You're so rich. You're just like, I'm going to park this thing anywhere. Mm-hmm. But trashy, nonetheless. Yes. So, all right. 175 points for parking illegally. Um, I, I don't know where else to score this thing. I mean, obviously, getting pulled over by police, driving the golf cart away is trashy. Mm-hmm. I'll give that 175 points. Uh, blowing through stop signs in a golf cart. Now I'm starting to get. Now I'm getting dialed into this story here. Uh, handing over the wrong identification. Mm-hmm. See, that's trashing alone. 
and then saying, I'm doing that because I'm not driving when you are clearly driving. Throwing your wife under the bus. Trashy, man. You don't do that to, to your old ball and chain like that. No, she's on, she's shotgun. She, you know, she's manning the radio. She's car DJ. <laughs> and then uh, he was arrested, correct? Mm-hmm. All right, that's 75 points right there. Do, did I miss anything, Wood? That's it. Well, we didn't quite get to 1,000, but I'll be danged if we didn't do good. Today, our former hockey star, golf cart driving crazy man, earns himself a respectable 875 points. All right, the regular person red carpet, where would you have the idea that we'll just interview regular folks walking around as if they're a celebrity on the red carpet? Well, so much like the Grammys last night, right? right. You, they, all these people come through. What are you wearing? And yes. all the inane banter that goes on there. No one asked the regular person. I think we need the right music for this, though. I think this would fit. Hooray for Hollywood. All right, I like that. All right, well, let's see. This is the first one ever. Now, you cut this together over the weekend, right? Right, and it will be posted up to our social media. Now, this isn't all the ones that we have. This is just a a, a, a smattering. All right, here, let's see what we got today for the regular person red carpet. Kelly and Wood here doing the regular person red carpet, and uh, we're just talking to some regular people who are walking the red carpet. What is your name? Heather. I see you have beads. Yeah. Did you get those the old-fashioned way? No, I did not have to show any boobs, but I did save some people from a falling sign, so they gave me their beads. Is that code? Yeah. That was, what's that code for? It's bro code. What do you have in your satchel there? Seven different kinds of meat. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? That's what you call a meat sack. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> so what's the weirdest thing you put in there? In your meat sack? Kangaroo. Kangaroo. What did it taste like? Tastes pretty good. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know we were at war with the kangaroo, but I'm in. Who are you wearing today? What what brands do you have on? Uh, I've got some Walmart on here. All right. Um, some Kohl's happening. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, I noticed here on your jeans, mm-hmm. that is some lace inside of your holes. Yeah. Now, so I assume you bought it like that. Correct. Now, I blew out the crotch in my jeans about 15 <laughs> minutes ago. So you need some. Should I go with the lace here in yeah. the gooch area? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, are you wearing a satchel right now? Correct, yes. This is like the this is like the girl's answer to a fanny pack, correct? And I see the brand name and, on this. And is... Kelly's trying to steal my wallet. Oh, it's fine. What does that say? Whataburger? What does that say on there? <laughs> is it the Whataburger bag? This is the you from the Whataburger collection. <laughs> it's beautiful. Ryan, you got a gangster vibe going on right now. What's up? <laughs> are you a gangster? No, not not totally, but the bandana, the bandana is a bold choice. Or? I'm here for a good time. All right. So why why did we choose with that folding of the bandana? You know, that's just how it got folded. Okay. Did you do that? I did not. Somebody else put it on me, so I'm rolling with it. Who are you wearing today? Amazon and Letty Bees. And what jeans? Letty Bees. What's that? Can cans. What's a can can? I know what a can can is. Can can jeans. That for like butts? <laughs> yeah. Is it specifically made for butts? Maybe. Well done. That is a nice can-can, if I may say so myself. Congratulations. Justina, where you, where, where was that Where's that name from? Uh, my mom said she found it in a movie. What movie? I don't actually have a clue. Oh, right. that would been a good follow-up question. Just I've, I've never seen the movie, so I don't know. Who are you wearing today? This is Sam's Club. Hey, nice. I like it. I, hey. No shame in that. I like it. It's my favorite store. Yeah. Ever. Yep. Because, you know, if you always like to buy your clothes right where you can buy 37 hot dogs. 
television set, too. Right. Hey, I'm not knocking it. You I'm tired. You got tires there? Last I checked, this is America. You can get whatever you want there. If you were to win an award for anything, what would it be? What are you best at? Procrastinating. What's the longest you put something off? Oh, God, like two years. What was that? Uh, a separation. <laughs> Let me ask you this. What's something in your life that needs to get done right now and you've been putting it off? Probably moving my stuff up here. I've been living up here for like a year now and all my stuff's still in Rochester. And so you just say, ah, the hell, then we go to Sam's Club and buy another one? Yeah, no, for real. That's what I do. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Just buying new stuff. So who are we with? What's your name? Well, my name's uh, Ian. Ian, do you want to finish eating and then we'll come back to you? Yeah, maybe. Okay. We don't care, man. While we were waiting in line here, we just met, and then I offered him some bread because he needed to soak up some beer. Yeah. And your name is? Katie with a K. Uh, Versus? It could be a silent P or a silent Z. I don't know. some of this bread. Yeah, let's go ahead and get her dried up. Your name? Dylan. Dylan, all right. Well, who's making this ensemble? I, I made this this morning, but it's some Carhartt, some Ariats, and my double H boots. Woo! Oh, double H. That's super wide. Yeah, a, now, does the, the, does the foot match the hardware? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why are you excited about that? Well, what, what do you have planned for after this? I like to build up other people, Kelly. What's on the hat? God bless vodka. <laughs> So why aren't you? Wear, why are you wearing a hat on your belt? Is that in case this hat gets lost? Yes. And then we come back to you. How was the bread? How was the bread? Well, the bread was not dry. No. It was kind of soggy. It almost like she was drinking on it. But you know what? I appreciate it still to this day. It was free bread. Now who put together your ensemble? Mine. Yeah. Wow, well, my twin sister, and she told me I was still ugly when I left the house. <laughs> oh. If she's a twin, doesn't that mean she's ugly? No, she's twelve minutes older than me. She's hot. I'm ugly. Oh, she got all the good stuff. God gave you the leftovers. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, something like that. What the hell happened? Right, you're a good-looking man. She got the spaghetti. I got the noodles. <laughs> are, are you here by yourself? Oh, yeah. Sometimes. No, I'll get with him. Do you need to ride home, man? Me? No, I don't ride. I walk. <laughs> I, I can lock a lot of you, brother. You ain't leaving alone. Right? No, I do. I'm going to walk home with somebody. Two girls, maybe three. Ooh. Now, That's a bold statement. Well, Harvard. don't tell my girlfriend. She might get upset, but whatever. <laughs> well, where's she at? Who the hell knows? Well, I tell you Bro, what. There's a camera right there. I don't <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, she let you out by yourself. At, she the end of the day, at the end of the day, she had a grasp on what she had. Yeah. And she's still holding on to it. That girl's got big hands, dude. Because <laughs> she's still holding on to me and I'm running away. All right. <laughs> I, I don't understand any of this. That's so deep. That's so deep, dude. No, the only time that's deep is not me. <laughs> well, man, I appreciate you hanging out with us on the red person. I feel like we need to keep talking to this dude to keep him from drinking anymore. <laughs> you know, you don't need to, you you do not need to keep talking to me. Why? Because you can't handle. Oh, oh, okay. you're right, man. Right. Well, thank you for joining us on the regular person red carpet. Well, no, actually, I appreciate it. I was I was allowed to had an opportunity to come up here and uh, tell you what's up. No, but. <laughs> <laughs> there it was, the first edition of the regular person red carpet. I love that, to be yeah, honest with you. We're going to post the video up on the Kellywood Facebook page, and uh, I, I still got other audio, because that was not nearly everyone we talked with. No, you talked to a bunch of people when so we were at the craft beer tour. We so. have more of that, hopefully, to come. I like it. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. 
And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. All right, so had I done a couple of seconds of reading on this, I would have seen that. <laughs> nice. There's, <laughs> there's conflicting reports as to why barns are red. So the original, th- here's the original thing that I read that I thought this is super interesting. <laughs> Quiet, everyone. Quiet on the set. Hundreds of years ago, the farmers painted their barns with linseed oil to help seal the wood and keep it from rotting. Rust was mixed with the oil to keep fungi and moss from growing on the wood. This turned the oil red. Then I read <laughs> the next paragraph, some of the comments, <laughs> and everyone was like, no, that's wrong. So this person says, Bar- <laughs> <laughs> I literally, as we were about to go on the air, I was like, oh, crap. This, uh, this a- is, by the way, Barn Guy 13 <laughs> in his comment. Barns were painted with only cheap and available pigment that all farmers had. It did it did have the oil of cellular membranes, but the iron came from the heme molecules of blood. <laughs> Barns were painted ox blood or any other animal blood red. Blood was a byproduct of slaughter, and our ancestors wasted nothing. Why are we painting our buildings with blood? I don't know. That sounds absolutely horrifying. What kind of pagan gods are we trying to appease for the harvest? So maybe there was a couple of reasons uh, (laughs) that that we paint our barns red. Yeah, I don't know about that. You got two of the biggest ones here. I don't know about that blood one. That sounds... This guy says here in Sweden, our houses and barns are often painted red. Just because that's how we've always painted them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we're into the comments here. (laughs) What else? Well, I'm just saying. We are in like farm area. I bet you we could find somebody that might actually know a real answer around. Guarantee you there's someone listening who knows. (laughs) Hundreds of years ago, many farmers would seal their barns with linseed oil, which is an orange-colored oil. So I got conflicting reports here. Uh, Some say linseed oil. Some say ox blood. Uh Where did you find this at? It's on uh, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't you worry where I do my research. Do your own research. <laughs> if you want the true answer. Anywho. So there's that. I'm, now I'm reading like people are saying they didn't have enough money to paint their farms. So like they just mix a whole bunch of stuff together and made red. Yeah. That doesn't make sense either. <laughs> people are saying it was just the cheapest paint available at the time. I guess. And that we still paint our barns red as an homage. A, tr- a tradition, if you will. To the past, yeah. I prefer the linseed oil method. Yeah, yeah. it's better than bathing it in the blood of our <laughs> slaughtered animals. <laughs> Trust me. Well, I apologize. I really thought I, I told. I even told Wood today, I said, dude, I got so many good, maybe it's just me's lined up. He did. Very braggadocious <laughs> about it all. I was super proud at 540 this morning, and now... It really came off the rails on me. But, but then hey, the barn guy 14 really opened another door. I really wonder what the correct answer is. People are saying it's more the oxblood one than the linseed oil one. Okay. And think about it. Think how much blood would come out of an ox, probably. As soon as we're done here, yeah. I'm never going to think about this ever again. <laughs> so, Oh, it's going to keep me awake tonight. <laughs> oxblood. All right. Well, sorry. I don't know what else to say about this one, but sorry. And you know what? I will do better. That is my solemn guarantee to you. And tomorrow I'll have another one for you. Not everyone. Please line up. I might actually get the facts right tomorrow. We'll see. I I make no promises because sometimes I find these things interesting. And uh, (laughs) maybe it's a thing. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the
bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Uh, this morning we talked about me ruining ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Cologne, else? Cologne and perfume and Kelly's apparently aversion to smelling good. Yeah. We, we had some bases. Well, we moved around. And uh, we'll discover what we talked about together because I don't remember it all, but we'll do it right now in our bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Now, I, I will be honest with you. That I, rap sucked? I know. I, I, I let everyone down once again. I, no, I mean, we that, that was expected. I don't like when people say root. No, it should be root. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the Midwestern way to say it. Root, rough. But is it? Yeah. Is it, or is it just something we've all just looked the other way on and accepted? No, I think because people in the Midwest say roof when they're talking about their roof, mm-hmm. right? So, I don't know. It's just the way we break it down. But it's not how we say any other double O's. Like, we don't say boot for boot. Right. But we say root beer. People from the Midwest say root beer. They don't say root beer. I've never heard a single person say root beer. And then you haven't been listening. <laughs> you're on your Because you're on your phone all the time. You're not paying attention oh. to what other people are saying. You're always so deep into your world. Uh, well, I mean, I am quite important. Boy, I, I am so bummed out. I was so excited for yesterday. So I worked Saturday night, right? Mm-hmm. Had to DJ a second chance prom. It was fun. Okay. It's it's fun to like hear some songs that you're like, oh man, I forgot about this. And because it's a second chance prom, you know what that is. It's like a bunch of adults getting together to have like a prom again. Okay. You know? but, but it's like all ages. So it was it was super fun. But I was tired, man. It was downtown Minneapolis, and I hate DJing downtown Minneapolis because you got to park far away. Mm-hmm. You're worried about getting mugged on Always. the way. Yeah, it's just it, I, I didn't like it at all. Okay. So either way, Sunday I'm like I'm gonna get some ribs. I'm gonna cook. we're doing ribs for dinner. I saw those have come down in price. They did. They were two eighty eight a pound. I think. Not bad. Hot meat talk. Here yeah, we go. Let's on. go. Who's ready? <laughs> Spring, you know, clear the runway. Who's ready to listen? <laughs> so anyway, I was doing the three two one method, right? Three hours at 225 uncovered, two hours covered, and then one hour uncovered again. Mm-hmm. That was way too long. It was meat mush by the mm-hmm. time I took it off the grill. It was disgusting. And normally my ribs slap. Like, normally, you'll, you'll, you'll be hard-pressed to find someone who doesn't like a Kelly rib. I've never tried one. But well, because they're always gone by the, time, by the time I get back up here. That's the rumor. They're, they're gone already. I was just like this. I was so bummed out. I told the kids, I was like, you don't even have to eat. Vincent, of course, my son, he didn't care. He's going ham on them ribs. He's, he's a trooper. Yeah, he's just like, it tastes good to me. <laughs> but I was like, oh, what a bummer. You know what I'm talking about? You get all excited, mm-hmm. especially because I haven't been able to grill. It's been too cold to even do anything outside for a while. Yesterday was beautiful, like 25 degrees. And man, I just ruined those ribs. That sucks. I know. I was so bummed out. So you, But you let your kids off the hook. For a bad meal. If I ruin it, yeah. If it's my fault that the meal sucks, absolutely I let them off the hook. If it's, especially if it's, uh, here's the other thing. My kids, and maybe, maybe other people's kids are like this too. If they ever try something and it's not good that time, they never want it again. Well, that's kids' mentality right, right. there. Presley, my daughter, had a bad hamburger one time in a family get-together. It was, it was undercooked. She hasn't had a hamburger in four years. Is that why your daughter spits in my face when she comes to my house? Well, my barbecue? What do you mean? Well, you guys show up and you always have food in hand <laughs> for, my for her, even though I'm, I'm cooking up hot dogs, okay. hamburgers, the whole she, thing. She doesn't like hot dogs. And she got a raw burger one time and was like, that's it. I'm, I'm off the burger. Straight to jail. Now, here's the thing. I'm slow- I, I love the children, but she got to go straight to jail. I, I'm slowly bringing her back into the fold, though. She did a turkey burger the other day. Oh, you poor, uh, that poor child. No, there's nothing wrong with it, dude. Yeah, there is. Well, tell me what's wrong with the turkey burger. Every tell me. single one tastes as if it is binded 
with sawdust. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You're doing it wrong, then. <laughs> Grill. <laughs> yet, yet somehow, turkey burgers have managed to be around low these many years. You, you want to know why? It's because that's what like skinny people and hippies all think they can get away with when they show up at the barbecue and looking like the weirdo who brings, you know, like a salad and bird seed. They, oh, I'll do a turkey burger. And they want to fit in with everybody. Well, what's wrong with that? Maybe that, people that's don't, fine. Maybe you people don't want to eat red meat all the time. That, and That's fine. This is America, after all. But don't tell me Last it tastes good. Last time I checked, I thought anyway. Don't tell me it tastes good. I like a good turkey burger. It tastes different than a regular hamburger. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not eating it under the pretense of this is going to taste exactly like a regular hamburger. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to taste different. And I approach it accordingly. This is why I have all the respect in the world for, like, full-on healthy people. Right. Right? Like, people that literally show up every single day and, like, our our big sales boss, right? Yes. I mock her incessantly. Yeah. Because we'll all be sitting around eating and she'll pull up and she'll be like, hey, guys, time to eat. And she'll pull pull out, like, a little bag of seeds. Flax seed or something. Yeah, it's like, hey, I think I'm going to go ham and eat a sunflower. Like, is that food even? But she I, loves it. I, I do have 100% respect for people like that. I can't do it. The people that are always skinny, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what. I, those people, they have my utmost respect. I, I just, I, in, to me, I enjoy food too much. Now, obviously, I got to a point where I was <laughs> over 500 pounds. There's, a, there's an obvious downside to well, it. Well, there was no off switch for your love. There isn't. But now, at least, I have found, I believe, a happy medium where I enjoy good food, but I can shut her down. And I need to shut it down. Right. Because, you know, you need... Because, like, I had filet mignon this weekend. Well, well, well. Yeah. And the rich get richer. And now, usually, my son absolutely loves filet mignon. But my wife made chicken enchiladas. I can't get him off the enchilada kick now. He woke up for breakfast. Hey, can we have chicken enchiladas? No! We can't have chicken enchiladas for breakfast. Why not? Because this is America. Why not? Now, Why? I believe like maybe in Mexico they wake up and eat chicken enchiladas. You, don't you ever have pizza for for breakfast? I do, but this is America. Okay. But this is a, a, well, there's the cultural what? lines. Hey, check your privilege at the door, sir. I We made homemade pizza. There is nothing better than making some homemade pizza. I'll tell you what's really good is that Green Mountain pellet grill that I have. Mm-hmm. That that pizza oven attachment on there. Shout out to Whipler Hardware. Yeah, that it was like the best accessory I ever could have bought. Because that thing cooks pizza like super fast. Right? A, yeah, well, it cooks it. You can get it. You can get that stone up to like I don't know six hundred degrees or something like that. Right. And that's like how they do wood fired pizza. Oh right. man, one of these days you should come over and have one. My uh, carnivore dad doesn't mind a turkey burger every now once in a while. A text from Pam. But it's not a soy burger. Well, you're not wrong with that one. Mickey says turkey burgers taste like ASS, but it's better <laughs> than the vegan veggie burger. Yeah, those are nasty. Now, that's, I, like eating, that's eating sawdust. And here's the thing that freaks me. So my wife went vegan there for a while after she had my daughter Murphy. Oh, because she was allergic to so many things. Murphy was allergic to everything. So Andrew had to go hardcore. Right. And I'm telling you, vegan cheese frightens me to death. What is it made of? Great question. I don't know. And like when you try to warm it up, it like condenses, like it like sweats. Technically, wouldn't Velveeta be vegan cheese? Because Velveeta isn't made from dairy. Velveeta is made from like oil, oil or, and stuff. Yeah, wouldn't that be vegan cheese? I don't know. Because she had to walk such a thin, a fine line of like what she put in her body because of Murphy. I don't know if we could have gone with that. I saw vegan uh, popcorn the other day and I was like, isn't popcorn already vegan? 
I was at Walmart and it was like vegan popcorn. It maybe it has something to do with like the additives or something like that. Because I I was listening to a radio program the other day about like GMOs. Yeah, I didn't even know what the hell that was. But what I heard frightened me my core. But I, I still don't know what it is. Well, okay. I just heard a lot of words that scared me. Vegan cheese, soy, nuts, vegetable oils, and various other natural ingredients mm. like peas or arrowroot. What's What's the hell? That's that's not cheese. Yeah, no, and it doesn't melt either. There ain't ain't nothing cheese about that cheese. That was the hard part, man. Like, it was trying to, like, melt, and I was doing my best. Vegan popcorn means it doesn't have, uh, like, the butter. That makes sense. Oh, oh, so it's, okay. Okay. Butter isn't, oh, butter's made from dairy. God dang. I I, I don't get this vegan lifestyle. I couldn't, there's no way I could do it. I'm with you, man. Do you wear cologne? Uh, No, I don't. Cologne makes me sick to my stomach. Really? Yeah, I I have such a sensitive smell that a cologne gro- like I like it at first and then it grosses me out after about thirty minutes. Now, do you smell me? Because I I've started wearing cologne again. I've noticed, but you're very subtle. That's it. So I, I appreciate your sub- subtlety. I because you know, otherwise I'd be like, hey man, you got to wash that off and mm-hmm. let's go here because I am so sensitive. Like we can't use uh, detergents with perfumes in it or dryer sheets with scented. I have to have everything unscented. Seriously, it makes me sick to my stomach. Like the smell of laundry detergent on clothes makes me sick. Wow, like, and I'm talking like honest to god nauseous. I'm not even like being like, oh, I'm sick to my stomach. It's like I get I get physically ill. I wonder what that is. I don't know what it is. That's that's why when you're when I'm always like, oh, it stinks. You're like, oh, it doesn't stink. I'm like, I don't know. I think I have an extra sensitive sense of smell. You have a seventh skill, if you will. <laughs> I absolutely do. And my wife hates it because we can't use any perfume, like anything. Now, does she wear perfume? Once in a while. Okay. But even that, it's like if she puts it, it like it grosses me out, man. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't, I don't, I don't find it like I don't like it at all. How did you survive? Like the 2000 club scene. I was just, I had to do it, man. With Axe body spray everywhere. And, <laughs> and I had Axe body spray. You best believe I had Axe body spray. Every guy in their car did. I had the Aqua Dijo, or what was that? What was that one cologne that was really popular by Giorgio Armani? I couldn't tell I think you. it was Aqua Dijo or something like that. Yeah. I had the Polo Ralph Lauren. Oh, I had a, I had Jean-Paul Gaultier. Ooh. I had colognes, man. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Maybe you firebombed <laughs> yourself so much. I got burnt out. Probably, man. Because I used to load it up, son. Like you burned off like the first layer of synapses <laughs> in your nose, and it's just like open, you know, nervously. I, I would love to I would love to go back and smell some of those old colognes that I used to have and see if I still like the smell of them. Mm. Like I, I remember one I really like. I, I bought this Burberry cologne one time, and that I remember that smelling good, but I bet now I'd hate it. But see, the, and you know that smell is the sense that is most closely tied to memory. Right. Like, if you smell something instantly, like, memories come back right yeah. away. So I guarantee you, if you got a whaff... Oh, man. I, I don't think I could handle it. It would probably... You'd probably be just, like, <laughs> dancing through, and... It would just take you straight back. The reason I ask is because Andrea and Murphy went on, like, a mommy-daughter date this oh, weekend. Fun. And went and cleaned out like makeup aisles. My, yeah. my my daughter, God love her, is a girl's girl. Awesome. So like, is so is mine up until about a year ago. All she wanted to do is buy makeup and all this stuff. And I, I think I'm this close. You can't see because it it's radio. Can everybody see this? Is I'm this close to convincing Andrew to getting her nose pierced. Really? I've wanted her to do it for the for literally years. Now it's like the thing. Yeah. Now it's again it is? 
Dude, I think it's more rare to see a female without her nose pierced at this point. Really? I, I guess I haven't noticed. Because I'm so happily married, I don't check out other women, so I don't even know what's going on in women's fashion. No, that wasn't her outside the door. <laughs> Oh wait, Brianna's not Brianna's not up yet. <laughs> but I uh, so getting back to it, my wife bought some perfume and Murphy sprayed it on herself like early Saturday. And even after like a tub, she still smells of this perfume. Yeah. So I, I don't it know. Must be some good stuff. Maybe that's it. But I, I think I bought good stuff, and I don't think it hangs on me like that. No, I I, I don't really notice it even that much. But mm-hmm. it's weird that you would wear cologne to work, though. Why? I don't know, because it's just me and you. It's just me and you hanging out in this tiny little room together. What are you going for here, brother? <laughs> Wait a second. I went I, off this ride. How good do you want this show to be, my friend? <laughs> I went off. <laughs> well, I just, the reason I ask is I, because I, you don't wear, I, to me, I wear cologne for myself, right? Right. I want that to, now I want my wife to like it. Now, can we go a little deep into the rabbit hole here? Okay. My mother-in-law used to think that cologne would kind of keep bad things away from happening from you. Like, it almost created an aura around you. Like sage? It was some kind of weird, like, you know, Mexican thing that she believed. Really? That, like, if you... Yeah, because I remember her telling me one time, it was she was like, wear cologne because it'll keep anything... I can't remember now. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Mexican people have something called ojo, which is which means evil eye. And there's like... There, it, like, if you give someone ojo, they're probably going to get sick. Man. And do you know how you get rid of ojo? You you wave an egg over somebody and then you crack it in a glass. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> sounds scientific. Like if you like you you're not supposed to look like Mexican people won't like look and admire somebody else's baby. They feel like they have to touch the baby, like touch its face or something. Otherwise, they give it ojo, the evil eye. Really? Yeah. And I could be a little bit off on this. I mean, my exposure to the Mexican culture has only been over the last 15 years. And you don't speak Spanish. Right. And I moved my wife to Minnesota where right. it's a little sparse. But uh, yeah. So so she, anyway, to bring it back around, she thought cologne like prevented people from giving you the evil eye. I did not know that. Yeah. Isn't that I, honestly, I find other people's cultures fascinating at times. Well, here's what's weird to me. Uh, Mexican people usually are very religious mm-hmm. people, right? At the same time, they have more superstitions than any other culture I've ever met in my entire life. I'm, I'm, I'm a superstitious person, so I think I'm in on a lot of that stuff. Probably. You you know? your, if you want me to wave an egg over you to see if you have ojo, just let me know. Well, you're giving me the stink eye left and right in here. Maybe that's why is I'm that, wearing cologne. Is that why you wore cologne? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I smell pretty, you'll like me. <laughs> no, it just it's like wearing cologne to work is weird to me. Like I would never do that. And you know, you know what? I remember one time I was in the seventh grade, and we were going to an all-day volleyball tournament. For my high school, or for my middle school at the time. Mm-hmm. And I put on cologne. And I put on way too much. And I think that's when I started hating cologne. Because I was embarrassed that I smelled so much. Were you playing or watching? I was watching. Is there men's volleyball? Yeah. In school? I, in I high school? In school. But it, it, it's a big sport. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if there's men's volleyball in high school. I thought that was more of a woman's sport. So you guys took, like, a field trip for, like, the team? I think that's school? what it was or something. And I remember I put on cologne and I regretted it all day long. So for, like, six hours, I, I was just like, dang it. Why did I put this cologne on? I love the fact that you remember that you wore cologne, but you have no <laughs> idea where you were, what you were there for. I just remember I just remember being embarrassed because it was so strong. Yeah. And so that, I think that was it. My love affair with cologne was over in that moment. Now, you, your children are older than mine. Yes. 
Are are kids still doing a lot of field trips? No, I don't even know the last field trip my kids went on. Because I think, now, to be fair, I'm not the go-to parent for any sort of responsibility. Do you even know what school your kids go to? But I... You know, it's funny. I had to pick up Everett like uh, like two months ago, and I went to the wrong school. <laughs> I went in, and I signed him out and everything, and I just sat down. <laughs> and the secretary just kind of peeked her head up and says, uh, are, you, are you at the right school? Because we don't have this teacher here. And I was like, huh. I, uh, let's just keep this between us, ladies, and bring it out. <laughs> oh, man. But I digress. Yeah. I was saying, I don't think I've signed any sort of permission slip for my kids to go on any sort of field trip lately. The last, the last like, field trip, remember last year I took my son to that uh, three-day outing? Yep. Uh, up at that cabin. I can't remember where it was now, but that was the last, and I was with on that. That was more of a retreat. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, they don't go to the science museum or anything like that. I don't blame them. To, to keep that, that many kids in the corral? Yeah. No way, man. I couldn't do it. Well, should we do some history, my friend? Last. Jen D texts in, I can't stand it when people have to douse themselves with perfume. Yeah. The smells where I'm choking on it. The worst. That's a lot. The worst is when a smoker thinks they can cover up the smell of smoke with perfume or cologne. Because then you just have a... Then it just mixes. You have a potpourri of scents just assaulting your nasal cavity. Yeah, it's usually not good. That's, that's a bad one. So any, that's a tip for any smoker out there. Just just smell like one or the other. Mm-hmm. Both is, is too much for us to bear. Uh, all right, it was on this day, Wood, all the way back in 1935. Monopoly's been bringing people together for almost 50 years. That's how long we've been wheeling and dealing together. Monopoly went on sale for the first time, and didn't the guy who created it, wasn't it so he could teach his kids about real estate and money? And that's why he created Monopoly or something like that? Dabbing each other in the back. <laughs> right. Only your family. I, I Yeah, that, I won't play that game. I, that is uh, 100. I used to love it as a kid, and my family has turned me off 100% to it. You need to get either the automatic teller one. That oh. one's fun because it keeps track of everything for you so no one can cheat. Or we just we actually just bought it for the Nintendo Switch this weekend. It was a blast. I'll tell you about later on this morning about why my family can't play games. Because we had another meltdown over a game this weekend. <laughs> And honestly, it it may not be Monopoly's fault. It may just be a wood fault. It's a wood family trait. It may just be the us. Well, that's a big step we've taken. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, you see what everybody else does. All right. Uh, on this day in 1988, boy, I remember this. Michael taking off the patented tongue comes out just just in front of that line. Look at this: the double clutch, the reach out, and the stuff. He got 49. I don't believe it. Michael Jordan made his signature slam dunk from the free throw line. Inspiring the Air Jordan logo, mm-hmm. man, that was so cool, man. That the, like the NBA All Star Weekend. I used to even look forward to it. I don't care about sports even one percent now in my adult life. But as a kid, man, I used to get excited for NBA All Star Weekend. Well, it was a big deal, you know, because you had the free the three three point shootout. Mm-hmm. You had the slam dunk competition. Of course, you had the All Star game. I used to get super excited for it. Yeah. And don't care. Well, I mean, like the Pro Bowl was yesterday. That was okay. They did like did the they flag, do football. flag football. They did. They had the flag football. I guess that makes sense. You don't want to catch a shoulder in the chin. Uh, well, and they had other competitions and things like that. So it wasn't bad, but eh. it's not what it used to be. Because mm. uh, you know, we're so overexposed to these people now. That's what I think it is. Like back in the day, you would see Michael Jordan maybe on a talk show once in a while, uh, or you had to watch him play or whatever. It's like Tom, somebody like Tom Brady. He's all over the place all the time now, so it's not cool to see them anymore. And when they came to your town, 
Right. I remember yeah. when the Bulls came to play the Atlanta Hawks when I was living in Atlanta. They they played the game in the Georgia Dome, so yeah. they could fit in sixty five thousand people. Sure Golly, enough, we went and you got to see it. But now, like you say, you yeah. can see it in HD on your TV right. every night, whatever so much city better. you want. It's still the the camaraderie about around being other people, though being around other people. It depends because honestly, there's too many knuckleheads that go to sporting events now. They get too drunk, and you see all these fights and things like that around yeah. kids. It's like, come on, man! If you can't handle it, just stay at home and just. Destroy your own 13-inch TV. (laughs) Do they even make a TV that small anymore? I'm sure they do in those people's homes. (laughs) All right, sitting on top of another TV that doesn't work. (laughs) All right, uh, in 2014... Boy, this is the hard part. I want to thank you, the audience. You folks have been just incredibly loyal. (laughs) This is tricky. (laughs) Jay Leno says goodbye after 22 years of hosting uh, The Tonight Show on NBC. Mm. Pretty tough, man. But 22 years is a hell of a run. Because I think Johnny Carson only hosted it for like 25 years or maybe 30 years. Yeah, right so around he there. Was, man, he was close to getting to that mark. <sighs> what? It, uh, I, I couldn't even tell you who all is on there now. Like, I don't know who took over for him. Right. Like, well, I, I think Fallon or... Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jimmy Fallon now does the Tonight Show. I don't watch... I mean, of course, I'm in bed. I went to bed at 8 o'clock last night, but I'm in bed too early anyway, but I just have no desire. It's like, oh, really? Another pol- political joke? Awesome. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, all right, doing some birthdays. Are you ready for this one? Come on. Come on. Let's get in a good mood here for their birthdays because... Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Rick Astley, it's his birthday today. Joke's on you. I like that song. So do I. There's, yeah. there's absolutely nothing wrong with this song Even at all. I got questions about that black bartender. Like, why is that guy bartending? What do you mean? He's like a, a top-level gymnast. He's like doing all re- oh. flips all over the place. <laughs> How much money do you make being a gymnast? I don't think very much. Just saying, you're wasting your life, man. It's called a side hustle. Look get into out, it. Get out from behind that bar. Rick Assey, though, he's going to be like, what, 65? No, dude, you're way high on that really? one. Really? Yeah, Rick Astley's only 57. This song came out in the 80s. Yeah, he was young. Dude, if you watch that video, he's probably like 22 years old when he's singing that in song. In the duster? <laughs> yeah. With the 50, he's wearing double denim, which is always a bold choice. Hey, we got a you know, full-length duster I can wear? This video. <laughs> uh, guess how many? Guess how many views that that video has on YouTube? It's got to be a bunch because that was you know the old Rick Roll Joe. Right. So, one one point three billion. Wouldn't have guessed that. Man. <laughs> That's in the billion billionaire boys club. Hopefully there. he's getting paid for that. I hope so, man. He deserves it. He's laughing every he, time somebody gets Rick Rolled. What, what's the Kate Bush, the one who came out with uh, running up that hill mm-hmm. and, you know, from the eighties? Obviously, Stranger Things brought it back. Rick Astley could have launched an entire career. Off of Rick. Maybe he still does. Maybe he tours and we just don't know about it. He's not showing up to the, you know, Greensboro County Fair playing something else. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, he could have he could have come out with a song. Like Kate Bush should have should have come out with another song. Although right she's then. like I think she's like in her sixties now. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants that. And Rick Astley's fifty seven. But still, like but I bet you Rick Astley could make a career touring. I bet he probably makes, you know, ten grand a gig or something like that. It's a nice living. Two a week? He got 250000 a year. What are you worried about? Play your song. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Here we go. 4-H but- has got to get on next. <laughs> <laughs> we got Swine of the Month coming up. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then also celebrating a birthday today. Man, that was a jam. Axl Rose, it's his birthday today. And people don't realize like how good Guns N' Roses oh, man. was I, at their peak. I think 
Yeah, you're right. But I mean, like any magazine article you read about them and stuff, like they they get so much respect now in hindsight for what they were doing. Well, they were they, good. They came out during the hair band era, so everyone just kind of classified them as a hair band, and they were nothing like a hair band. And then they just act like complete and total knobs. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, of course, the riot in Montreal. Yeah. That they had a... That was with Metallica, right? That was when they right. were supposed to open up for Metallica, and they never showed up or no, something like flip. that? flip. Metallica opened up for Guns N' Roses. Oh, okay. And James Hetfield got burned by a pyrotechnic. Oh, that's right. And so they went off, obviously, because he had to go to the hospital. Yeah. Guns N' Roses could have settled the crowd down, but then Guns N' Roses pretty much said, if they're not going to play, we're not going to play. Oh, good grief. And so people started tearing the arena apart, and it was uh, that was a black eye, and then Axl Rose was just a complete knob. Did no one you, liked working with him. Did you see him singing at Lisa Marie's funeral? No. that was, I'm not even going to play the audio. You don't deserve that on a Monday morning. He does not. Have he, he first of all he never had a great voice. I don't know. I think that's pr- I think this is pretty good. It's distinct. Huh? It's distinct, but it's not good. It's a falsetto. It's something. <laughs> but he's gotta be fifty nine. Oh man, see now you're low on him. Well, because you scared me with Rick Astley. Because he's uh <clears throat> Axel Rose is the ripe old age of sixty one today. Okay. But boy, he, the thing is, when you have a career singing that high, you can't do it in your 60s anymore. Yeah. Like if Prince were still alive. And I know Prince gets brought up way too much on this show. Every day. But Prince used to sing in a very high falsetto. I bet there's no way he could do that today. Mm. Because you just you lose it, man. He's still wearing the skin tight jeans yeah. and the giant tennis he, shoe pumps. He'd probably still look exactly the same, but he just you can't hit those high notes like you used to. Anyway, all right. If it's your birthday today, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday as well. 